Hi, everybody, and welcome back to um, Minion Mayhem. This is Millennial Canon. I'm Kira. And I'm Adam. And uh, it is the summer of Gru, baby. Um, I bought my tickets for Rise of Gru. And now we are about to enter the... We're going to go back in time. No, we're going forward in time because this is the prequel that's coming out. But we're watching the original. Mm-hmm which is actually actually a sequel to the prequel. Mm-hmm. But this upcoming one is a sequel to the prequel, to the, to the other prequel. Yeah. This is a timeline more confusing than Fast and Furious, <laughs> I think. So um, at the top of the episode, I just have some house cleaning uh, over here. So I just have to make a quick statement. Um, so I don't remember what episode we discussed it on. Um, but we were questioning Elvis's relevance to society. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. You came out as firmly anti-Elvis. I wasn't anti-Elvis. I was just questioning his relevance and um, You yelled at me because I said he... The thing is, I remember on the pod, I didn't even say I care about Elvis. I just said people do. <laughs> and then you were like, Adam, you're fucking stupid. And I was like, okay, <laughs> Well, I don't remember what episode it was. Maybe it was Hannah Montana, the movie, because I remember that Miley brings her grandma, um, like, the plate, the Elvis decorative plate, and then Billy Ray Cyrus goes, like, flying into the cabinet and, like, breaks all of them. Yes. Um, I feel like I had something else to say. Oh, yeah, I had a discussion um, with my older brother, and we were trying to figure out what my first movie I saw in theaters was, and um, we thought that it was Jimmy Neutron, just by um, looking up timelines and things like that. But I think mm-hmm. we came to the conclusion that it is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I don't know, though. Wow. Because that came out um, a month before Jimmy Neutron. That actually is like a long-spanning saga on the pod because yeah. we've talked about that many times. Yeah, I only just now discussed it with my family at my birthday dinner. This was like the Zodiac Killer. Kind of like you, there's there's a, people kind of agree but it's there's no clear answer on what actually happened or who it yeah. actually is or what your first movie was apparently yeah um i like that we're like almost three minutes into the pod and we have not introduced our guest yes well i, I was just gonna say i was about to write this down because i wasn't sure if i was <laughs> supposed to talk yet but uh I, I will say that i was there when kira's um brother was talking about this with her and he tried to convince her it was Agent Cody Banks. Yeah, it should have been. It was. And it wasn't. I, I which... was literally like, I was like, "There's no fucking <laughs> timeline." That cannot was, be that true. Make sense. Absolutely. Well, wait. Is Sean? Sean, are you a Cody Banks head, or are you? I don't think I've seen it. We got to change that, buddy. No, we got to. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I. If I did, I don't find it. It wasn't like one of my rotation movies as a child or anything like that if 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 i did hypothetically it was probably like seen once and never again or like seen in a classroom or something like isn't hillary duff the love interest in that yeah yeah um i would i was a hillary duff fan i was i had a crush on her and i secretly through the scholastic book fair ordered uh lizzie mcguire manga and hid it in what? my closet. What is Hillary? Wait, repeat that. <laughs> like <One> Lizzie, <laughs> like Lizzie McGuire, like the show, like manga. Like there's Lizzie McGuire manga. Yeah, I mean, it was like the book, <laughs> like the a book. graphic novel. No, it flat out was like a manga book. 
<laughs> Why do I kind of want this? I don't have it anymore. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I, I promise I'm not you it exists. I, pro- I believe you, but I have to see it with my own eyes. It's like one of those things where... It's not like she's like... like it. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what you're talking... I know what you're talking uh-huh. about. Yeah, I just found it. I used to have this for Zach yep. and Cody. Here it is. Cinemanga. Cinemanga. Yep, that's it. I had a Zach and Cody one, I remember. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it was Zach and Cody. Yeah. Let me yeah. fact check myself. because I want to. We got to do like a charity stream where we all read it. Yep, I found it. <laughs> Tokyo Pop Cinemanga. They're actually still on sale on Amazon. You can, uh-huh. find, you can actually buy them still. One left in stock for the Lizzie McGuire ones for $5.38. Wow, Sean, this is your calling. Somebody you gifted to, to me. I'll I'll see if it holds up. <laughs> see if it holds up. Oh, yeah. wait, I found a list of everything Cinemanga has done. Um, like, oh, what's, I... your, what's your favorite anime? <laughs> <Zuma Bart. laughs> Mine's actually Ned's Declassified Survival <laughs> Guide. Um, but Sunny with a Chance is a close second. Like top um, ten anime deaths. Coconut Head. <laughs> Coconut Head. <laughs> Coconut, Coconut head. Head. Does he die? Yeah. Coconut head of embarrassment. Like anime name. Um, what is the first movie you saw in theaters, Sean? If you remember. Space Jam. I really? was on the pod to talk about it with you guys. I'm sorry. I do I remember think, the pod. Yeah, I, but... I'm, assu- I'm assuming we we talked about that. Probably. Right? Yeah. 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 I think so. But they have a, yeah. not to change the topic back to cinema manga, but they have a high school musical manga. Mm. Wow. This is I wanna, crazy. I want to see what it looks like. Um, because I'm only seeing like the covers, mm-hmm. but it's I'm not literally just well. Hold on, Cinemanga. I, I bet the listeners are riveted by this right now. But I implore all of you that are listening to also look up Cinemanga with us. I I could be wrong, but I kind of think it was like stills from the show. That's what I remember in like a comic format, and that's why it's called like Cinemanga. Yes, um, I'm looking at pictures now. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not very interesting. It's know. not. It's weird that they sold it like that, but I guess yeah. it makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, so we're not, we're, speaking of anime, um, we're here to talk about <laughs> Despicable Me. Adam, uh, how was your day? How was my day? <laughs> um, it was pretty good. You know, uh, no complaints on my end. Um, how about yours, buddy? I'm having a bad, bad day. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time things go my way. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the next line. Uh, <laughs> Despicable uh, me. Me. Negative drama. Uh, Despicable, Despicable me. me. That, song, uh, <laughs> that song goes hard. It's honestly. a pretty good song. When, like, when we were like, getting ready to record, in my head, I was just like, I'm having a bad bed. <laughs> I like when like the children's choir comes in. I think that's a like, funny touch. It's really yeah. good. Um, it's also it's like one of the... when when you're walking through Universal and that song comes on. Yeah. It's like very. You feel like you're scheming. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Saying I'm about to scheme and wait an hour and a half on the Minion Mayhem ride. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a my parade there where they uh they just play that song over the. Parade it's going away, it's from... Adam. Is it? it? It's this is the last summer for it. You said my you asked if my day was good and I said it was good. And I take it back. Now my day is ruined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's no more actually dabbing a very good Squidward. Yeah, dabbing Squidward is gone and the fish on the roller skates. I just don't know how I'm supposed to keep going mm-hmm. after this news. Um now Sean, I I knew that you were a minions fan, but I won't lie, I was a little surprised that this is a pod that 
that, that you had such a thing to say about the minions and uh, everyone else, respectively, that you want to come on the pod for it. So uh-huh. I kind of want to clear the platform for you, buddy. I want to, I want to give you a platform to uh, to speak your mind about uh, whatever well, you, it is you have to say about this. Before uh, we start about that, it's going to be a while. So please <laughs> say, yeah, Adam, what are your memories with this? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's a good idea, I guess. Um, I, my memories. Well, it's funny because considering like it's still like an ongoing franchise, I kind of like had like a lot of like memories rush back to me as I was watching it the other day or last night. Um, and it, it's funny because the first one really is a very simple kids movie. Um, it, it's very straightforward. It does not feel like it's really trying to build a franchise, which is funny considering like what it is now um i'm not even saying that like condescendingly i just mean like it's kind of crazy like how it became like a billion dollar franchise and this just was like a very modest family movie um and i remember seeing it like opening weekend i remember seeing it in 3d i remember 2010 was like the summer 3d because it was the summer after avatar came out Mm -hmm. so like every single movie was in 3d i remember even like Dwayne johnson's the tooth fairy was in 3d mm-hmm. just because of avatar um but yeah i remember like going to the theater as like a 12 year old and it was sold out even though my friends were like saving me a seat in there and i was like but i have like a state seat and they're like we can't sell you a ticket so i bought a ticket for the last airbender 3d it just walked into the typical me showtime got my seat with my friends and I loved it, you know, as a 12-year-old does. It's the minions, it's Gru, it's it's the whole gang, you know. Um, and then I don't think life was ever the same because the minions were unleashed into the world. And uh, life was truly never the same for anybody ever again, I don't think. Uh, because I think there, there's going to be a very uh, much a deeper discussion, I think, on this pod about not just this movie, but the chokehold that the minions have on a culture right now Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) for like what 13 years running i want to say um so that'll be interesting i i truly feel like this isn't the most selenial movie but it is defining for our generation in ways that i think i underestimated thank you I, i yield my time yeah so i guess like when i was watching it um I kind of like came to the conclusion that this was a good movie for like passing the baton from Zillennial to Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess I put it into that context, like specifically because my little brother had a birthday party to go see this. And I was basically like the oldest kid at the party. And it was the first time I like helped my mom like plan a birthday party and like Mm -hmm. help like, like, it was, like, we all went to go see Despicable Me, like, all of us and his friends, and then, like, we all went to go get ice cream after, and to put it into perspective, like, it's crazy that you said that it was the summer after Avatar, because I feel like I was such a baby when I saw Avatar, but I felt so old when I saw Despicable Me. So, that's, like, that's how it is yeah. when you're, like, a kid. Yeah, like, but, it's... like, it's, like, what happened in between um, Yeah. Well, because I remember the summer after Avatar, that was my summer between sixth and seventh grade, mm-hmm. I remember. So that was really the first summer that I felt, even though I was only 12, I felt like a teenager, mm-hmm. kind of. But when Avatar was coming out, I felt like goo goo gaga, you know, like I still felt like a baby. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but <laughs> there's something about those Navi, they just teach you how to live. And uh, Yeah, we all grew after, like, we just all, like, it just really, like, changed our lives for the better when we saw Avatar. I can't wait for you to come back in December on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, that yeah. is kind of wild to think about that being a millennial movie but like it is it really is uh-huh. it really is um but yeah to put it into perspective at where i was at at the time when i saw despicable me i had a very short haircut and i was wearing a t-shirt that said something like it was like it it was like an image that looked like a funko pop of a vampire and it was like I like boys who sparkle or something like that. Like it was clearly like playing off of Twilight, but it was mm. like a cutesy, like Funko Popish vampire. Um, and that's what I wore to my little brother's birthday party to watch Despicable Me. If I could find pictures, I will. Um, I'm sure there are pictures of me wearing that shirt, easily accessible. <laughs> I, well, that was uh, we talked about this on the uh, the Twilight Summer or like the. July light, that's what we call July it. July light. Wow, that was um, a year ago. Year, two years ago, I think, was it? Wasn't it 2020? No, last, last July. Oh, yeah, it was 2021, summer. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was also this. Remember when New Moon came out in November and Eclipse came out six months later? Yeah. Less than a year from the second movie to the third movie. Kind of wild. Um, yeah, tw- I think 2009 to 2010 was like really the. Uh, it really was like the passing of the baton, so to speak, like you said, of mm-hmm. like, I don't know, Zillennial, Gen Z. Um, because I think that's like kind of when we, and by we, I mean like me and Kira, I want to say we stopped like consuming, I, I, I don't know, like not con- entirely stopped consuming like animated movies and like, but it, we stopped, I stopped watching Disney Channel around that time. You know what I mean? Like I stopped watching Nickelodeon. I stopped seeing every kids movie around that time like i would more frequently go see pg-13 movies than like pg movies so i think this like really does mark that you know because it it simultaneously feels very zillennial and it has like tropes from the 2000s because it was made in the 2000s but it also is undeniably the blueprint for like both a everything illumination produces today um because they always like there's like a main character and there's always a focus on the side characters and that's undeniably influenced by this which i think is influenced by shrek a little bit mm-hmm. maybe um give or take uh but it's weird it's really weird to see like it take from other movies that we grew up with but also so clearly inspire the stuff that we still get today it's interesting mm-hmm. So, Sean, what is? I just saw you looking at the IHOP menu um, <laughs> on your phone. Oh, well, we were talking about that pre-record. So, if anybody's not aware, there is a Minions um, IHOP menu exclusively right now. I love to do things for bits. I, I that's too far for me. I can't bring myself to go to an IHOP. We don't have a good IHOP near us. Um, they're all pretty sticky. <laughs> that's all I'll say um and shady and just not good and um if it was a denny's i'd consider uh famously me and kira went to a, uh denny's exclusively it was like the only time we've been to denny's together was to try like the solo menu. the solo menu yeah i would be i would be there you know. i remember that 
I yeah. have a I have a solo like like a cup. I have the the Lando one. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um, I almost went. I considered going to IHOP for this because um, uh-huh. I thought it looked pretty good. And honestly, the IHOP by me isn't too bad. I've been there a few times. Sometimes it's a little. I'm gonna fly to you and we'll go. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were well, near we were... an IHOP like a couple days ago, but yeah, we it was like... on your birthday, and so it wasn't like we would go to an IHOP on your birthday as a bit. Why not? To try the Minions <laughs> menu for my birthday. In what Washington better... Heights. Yeah. <laughs> what better uh, birthday gift? Yeah. Okay. So your connection to Despicable Me. My connection to Despicable Me and Nor the Minions. Yeah, so I do, Adam, I, I understand you being surprised on why me, why why Minions. And I think <laughs> they accidentally came into my life. Um I do have a presentation. Is this like a later thing? Maybe I should start with like... The, you could do the presentation. Now? We cleared the room for you, just, buddy. This is all you. Okay. The, you're, okay. You're well, go. I, 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 a little preamble. How about that? Is that... <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then w- once we talk about the movie, then we'll do the presentation. How about that? This is like a okay. TED Talk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay so <laughs> um, essentially, I was never like I I was very indifferent on the minions I was like they're okay they're fine I like you guys just gave me very clear cut like this is when I saw it I remember seeing honestly like I think I watched Despicable Me for the first time on a family member's floor like I was just like watched I watched it when it was on home video so it was like I either that or it was bootlegged because I feel like everybody was bootlegging things back in the day but um, I do. Do you guys feel that? Have you? Is there some movies that you like watched from like somebody yeah. just picking it up at like a barber shop? Yeah, my dad used to do that. Okay. Yeah. Adam, you you as well? Like I saw what? Cars for the first time. It was definitely on a bootleg. Um, I remember the first time. Well, I remember like one time me and my mom were getting like gas, and this dude like walked up to us and like he like had a whole whole like um. The, like the dvd case thing yeah yeah he just like he opened it he just like chose every movie he had um i remember my mom she didn't really care about the movies but she felt bad for the guy uh-huh. so she's like bought it from him and she got me uh i think it was clash of the titans the, the 2010 <laughs> one she's like you like greek mythology right i'm like wow <laughs> i um i i i saw the incredibles in theaters like opening weekend but then i bought it from a guy in a barber shop and brought it to a family member's house and they were scared that it was going to hack their dvd player <laughs> that we watched it. i kind of remember that that was like a genuine uh i think y2k genuine like poisoned the minds of people uh-huh of like thinking that like dvd players or like lamps or anything could be like hacked mm-hmm. which is and like I, funny to me i apologize because I, I said this recently to kira but um I also had a teacher in high school that bought a bootleg DVD of the film Apollo 18, which was like the found footage horror space film that nobody remembers. Um, and she thought it was Apollo 13 starring Tom Hanks <laughs> and she showed it and got really scared and shut it off. Um, but okay, back to the minions. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, like I said, I really you know, the minions weren't really like a defining part of my life. They just kind of like, you know, I'm a little bit older than both of you and not by that much, but like, it was just kind of like, I, I think I had that time where 
I wasn't really seeing animated films in theaters anymore. Right. I, I don't know if Wally was around that time, but that that's one that sticks out to me where I'm like, I didn't see Wally in theaters. I don't think I saw Up in theaters. Like it was like a bunch of movies that I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till video. And same with Despicable Me. I really didn't care about it. I, I thought it was fine at the time. I kind of liked it. I think, or I had definitely seen the second one, but I can't for the life of me remember whether it was in theaters, whether it was at home or whatever. And then Minions came out and I was all excited to see it. And I was like, yeah, it'll be fun. It looks like colorful. And my whole thing is like, I would defend them because in my mind, I was like, you know, it's not Pixar where they're like making us emotion-wise. And people say this to this day, but like, it's kind of like Looney Tunes. Like it's our version of just like silliness. And that's why I, I kind of really like it. Like I'm a big Looney Tunes guy. And so Minions came out. I loved it. Saw it in the theaters. Then Despicable Me three came out and by that time i could care less i was just out of it and was like oh, i kind of want to see it but you had not seen some of the sequels so we just like we didn't well i passed it i passed it up i didn't see it till recently so a uh, little while later in my life um i don't even know when it started last, was it like, was it a seltzer cast thing or was it just like in general like no, i would it started like last year i think um it might have been because of seltzer cast. earlier because i remember um you kept taking pictures of yourself right. with minion <laughs> snacks so that and that was last summer that so might have been la- last summer i was doing seltzer cast that would have been part of it as well so okay essentially I think it was honestly because you like like themed like snacks and like flavored snacks and the minions do a lot and there was of a that. lot of collabs okay. like last summer when it was supposed to come out like when the new movie was supposed uh-huh. to come out and so i think that's um, why yeah. i saw some uh minion lip balm the other day did you buy it no but i i kind of <laughs> regretted it because i was like, i thought that like would be nice well yeah so okay so listeners that don't know me i host um a podcast called seltzer cast it is returning. I will say that uh, if you're listening to this episode, new episodes very soon um, that uh, involve this episode, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So uh, I host a podcast called SeltzerCast and on SeltzerCast, I will say I love to do it. I love, you know, trying seltzer with guests and everything and sparkling water and whatnot. But what would make it really interesting is if there was limited edition seltzer. And there's really not like other than Polar, who sometimes says like the seasonal flavors, there's really not like, you know, how Mountain Dew has a ton of flavors all the time coming out every season and everything like that. Like there's really nobody out there doing weird limited edition flavors. And so an article was posted to the blog and social media account like Instagram, Twitter, Candy Hunting. And they announced that Bubbly Seltzer was doing a Minion collab called Mini Minions, like mini ones, but it was like mini <laughs> Minions, but like mini because it was like mini cans. And it was Bubbly's banana flavor, which doesn't exist. So it was an original flavor. They were the first people that were going to do, to my knowledge, like promotional tie-ins for uh, film uh, for Seltzer. Um, and that makes my life not only easier but much more fun because soda had you know ever since we were kids you're always seeing like movie tie-ins on soda and coke and pepsi and everything shrek ketchup like all those 
but of course the minions would be the ones to uh, you can't even see but i'm holding up a jurassic park on a dr pepper exactly yeah <laughs> you know? yeah uh of course minions would be the first ones to do it but uh that was not the case um that was announced it was leaked on the walmart website it was leaked i think on like whoever did the art for the minion seltzer and it never came out so that was a while and the movie kept getting pushed so my theory was i'm seeing a lot of like like we would go to like i don't know like kohl's or tj maxx or whatever and see a lot of like minions rise of Gru toys on clearance because the movie just was not coming out i remember last or like two summers ago i was seeing like the trailer at a drive-in yeah like in peak covid like this movie was not coming out it was just i so all my hope for the seltzer kind of went out the window but i was like you know what movie theaters are back the seltzer is going to come out this july and so i had a moment where i i was like this seltzer is not out it's a month to the movie it's not happening and so i scrambled and i was like i didn't know what i was gonna do because i'm like i've been talking about this on my podcast for like so long and all of a sudden um you had sent me kira had sent me a uh soda called olipop um i did how did you find it you get like an ad or something i think i got an ad for it yeah okay i mean like i and it was when you had sent it to me it was like online for seven days prior so all of this of me talking about it on the podcast nobody informed me it was sitting online for seven days have, until do you have people like keeping you updated on like digestive soda though like it... it's not, <laughs> it's not uh, yeah it's yeah not yeah, yeah. Well, i also find it funny yeah. when you're like it was leaked like who 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 who's it being leaked for like is there a community and I, i'm not saying this kind of thing like is there a big community of like is it the community for like are they leaking it for the seltzer fans or are they leaking uh-huh. it for the despicable me fans i don't yeah i don't and then, I, I guess you're the target audience because you you're you're both the merge of it yeah you're the merge yeah. of it yeah that's <laughs> why this has been a whole thing for so long yeah it's, because wow. it's like two of your big interests well, I won't lie, because like when uh, it was supposed to be banana flavored, right? Of course, because well, it's yeah, it was first just banana flavored. Now it's banana cream soda, so it's Ooh. not even a seltzer anymore. So still, there's no. I mean, the closest thing we got is like um, the brand Sanzo did collabs with a lot of um, Disney movies, so they did mm-hmm. Turning Red, Shang Chi, and uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. But and I think they just put they, like, they just put the images like you just showed me like your can. your Dr. Pepper Jurassic World can. It's similar to that where they just had the images of the characters on the cans. And that's wonderful, but it's not a specific flavor. It's right. not there's no one making like a specific flavor. But my main issue with the minions um is that I don't like banana. Um <laughs> I like banana pudding, but so this whole thing, I know I'm gonna hate it um and out of context if you just edit that clip my issue with the minions is i don't like banana i don't like banana <laughs> i find banana flavoring is okay so i'm hoping for the best but the texture of mm. banana makes me want to throw up like i think it's disgusting and, mushy and not not great um so. i'm trying to remember where it was i almost want to say like universal or something but i could have sworn i've had a banana like a minion or just me inspired banana themed beverage before 
Okay. Yeah. I think we had one, the same beverage, Adam. We definitely had the same one. Was it the felonious float? Did it have blue raspberry in it? I can't. It was forever ago. Like, okay. I want to say around the time. Oh, it had to be 2015 when the first men's movie was coming out. Because that's back when I had an annual pass to Universal. Uh-huh. I think. And I, I'm like 90% sure I had it at Universal. Because I remember being sweaty when i drink well say yeah i mean i i, I feel like I've, I, I've told the story on like three podcasts so i'll keep it very brief and kira was there mm-hmm. but uh we went to the minions cafe in universal hollywood in blazing heat um the minions cafe i believe very it's rumored but i'm assuming like i think it is coming to universal florida because mm-hmm. the monsters cafe rest in peace i'll miss it All very right, much man. uh that that closed down so the minions are on the construction walls in front of the monsters cafe, which leads me to believe that they're going to put the minions cafe there, which leads everybody to believe that. But I had the felonious float, which was blue raspberry slushy and banana, banana saucer. Yeah. Um, right. And I got halfway through. Oh, and I had banana runs on top. Yeah, and I got reason. halfway through and had to throw it out. Halfway grew, I should say but halfway <laughs> through. It was disgusting. I mean, you know, like it, I liked the flavor, but there was only one size of it and it cost a $10. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. I get a small and I love blue raspberry. I think that works very well with the banana, but I wish the proportions were swapped. I wish that it was, I, yeah, like it was too much see, banana soft serve. I think we had different things because I remember the thing that I drank at Universal just being a banana. It was like banana, uh-huh. um, banana oh, cream. I th- it might have been like okay. what you're kind of describing with the other with the drink, like a banana cream soda. Because mm-hmm. I remember it being like very sweet. Because I remember like the idea of like just pure banana, like like liquid would have yeah. been weird to me. But I remember, I think it was but like banana and cream. Mm-hmm. It, it was like I think it was a promotional thing because I remember going a lot that summer that the first or the uh, the first Minions movie came out. And I'm like 90% sure what I'm trying to remember is just like a thing they had that summer. And then I don't mm-hmm. think they ever brought it back. Um, where they had it at, I don't know. I don't know if there's any like Despicable Me themed like restaurants or even like trolleys or uh, right, right. vendors outside of um, They're common. I forgot the Minion Mayhem. Is that the name of the ride? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't been to Universal and I only go during Halloween Horror Nights. I haven't been in a minute. Um, like just on my own, but uh i can't tell you the last time i even went on that ride i think it was when it first opened and i never went back on it i can tell you the last time i've been on that ride <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was march of 2022 uh in universal studios hollywood we went on it and one of the something was helped because one of the theaters was broken one down. of the theaters broke so the wait time shot up yeah. and we were in line for like an hour and a half with friends of the pod jzt of i was scared too uh-huh. super yaki super yaki was with us super yaki left <laughs> sorry i'm sorry if i uh i i, I, I don't know I guess I could say that. Yeah, they they fly, they were like, this is too long of a wait. We got to go. They had other stuff to do too. Yeah, totally yeah, fine. Yeah. But it was very funny yeah. to be like, hey, yeah. we, we waited this long in the Minions ride and goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been on the Orlando one? No. no. Well, soon we will. Hopefully. Um, well, I don't know if I'm I think assuming it's the same it's... thing. You're going to make us wait. In the yeah, I'm going to wait. <laughs> yeah. it. Well, the ride sucks. Can I just say that flat out? Like, it's uh, yeah, not I don't like very it. Very good. Because it used to, it replaced the Jimmy New, well, in Orlando, where yeah. I lived, it replaced the Jimmy Neutron Nickelodeon ride, uh-huh. which I used to love when I was a kid. And I'm pretty sure most of that was just the fact that yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, I remember um, really liking that too. It's a lot of fun. 
I think we talked about it a lot on the Jimmy Neutron pod, Kira, I think. We did, yeah. Um, did you ever go on that, Kira? No? Jimmy Neutron? Yeah, yeah I did. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Um, but the only thing I really like about the Minions ride, I don't even dislike the ride. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine, I just, yeah. I just never, like, anytime I'm at Universal, I'll just pass by it. Like, Sure. It's, it's always the longest wait because it's, like, the first ride in the park. Well, it's, it's you know, I get it because, you know, kids, Minions, yeah. I get it. Uh, and also, like, I like the outside because like, it's, like, Gru's house. I think it's cool. The queue is um, nice. Like, well, the yeah. queue, the pre, or I should say the pre-show is nice. Not the queue. The, the queue is nothing nice. The the, I yeah. mean, in, in Hollywood, I don't know how it is in Florida, but in Hollywood, it's just blue walls with minions on it. Like, it's nothing. And TV, um, it's yeah. nothing special. It's like the Simpsons ride queue. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, same, yeah, same kind of thing. Like, the queue for Simpsons is bad. The mm. actual, um, what's it called? The pre-show or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I like that a lot. It's very good, yeah. Um, That's the best no, part of the ride, I think. Well, the only the thing... The sound I'm, design and everything. The only thing I'm curious about, about the Minions ride in Hollywood, does it still smell like bananas in the theater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's still like the banana scent in yeah. the air. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I think that's one thing that, well, I mean, Disney does it really well too, but Universal's really good at like scenting. For sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, me and Kira always used to joke about the ET ride. Um, the very specific smell when you validate your card and you go through the forest. The the door, yeah, yeah. The doors yeah. open. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God. It, I if I could smell like one thing my entire life, it would be to smell like the ET. Oh, ride. yeah. Universal Orlando. Um, get but that I, as a cologne. I would. You don't even tempt me. I would do it. <laughs> Just get like the fog juice and like dab it oh on God. like <laughs> on your ears before you leave in the morning. I would like get body wash. Yeah. That's like Old spice fog juice. Botanicus. <laughs> Botanicus set. Botanicus set. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah, I, I will say too about that ride. Uh, yeah one of the theaters was down and you know walking into the theater you expect them to have like some minions music one of us I think said this is like we're walking into a hospital like it was dead quiet (laughs) there was was no music it was so awkward the team members like god bless them but they were like literally just like hey here's your seat and it was like church like it was like you couldn't hear anything we were going to like sit in church it was was very strange strange. no music nothing who does the opening theme for this movie? Um, uh, I'm having a bad, bad. Pharrell like, Williams. For all, yeah, I thought so, music. but yeah. I thought so, but I didn't want to. Yeah. Uh, assume. Um, yeah, because I, uh, I'm pretty sure in Orlando that's what they play when you walk in. It's, uh-huh. but it's more like just the beat. It's like. Yeah, something was up. I don't know what happened, but it was very strange. It was weird. Yeah. I don't hate that. I want to ride in Orlando and see how the experience is. Matched, but I, it's, it's the same I remember liking it enough in Orlando. Like, I don't think Universal Orlando really has a, well, other than Fast and Furious Supercharged, they don't really have a bad ride. Mm-hmm. And you know it's bad if I say it's bad. Mm. So, um, but like, otherwise, I think it's like, it's fine. It's for kids. That's the way I look at it. It's just like a, a ride. And not that you should like, they should not try to make great rides for kids, but I kind of look at it the same way of like how I love Jimmy Neutron. I'm sure a lot of kids like love sure. Minions, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Although nothing, I haven't been on it obviously, but uh, the the Secret Life of Pets ride they have in Hollywood, great ride, amazing, incredible. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's what annoys me because I think like the Minions have a better ride out there. Yeah. And it's that well now they're supposedly a walkthrough attraction coming, so we'll see. 
rumored, but hopefully that that'll be a good. That's you know. how I feel about Fast and Furious because I'm uh, with Supercharged, not to whole make this whole pot about theme parks as we always do, but um, that's how I feel about um, Supercharged because I, I just feel like the Fast and Furious more than, and I'm not just saying this because of me. I just mean like in terms of like logic. Uh-huh. I feel like that is the franchise that's built for a theme park ride for sure like you the ideas are endless and then we get supercharged which is uh-huh. just like the most boring non-fast non-furious thing you've ever been on um i've never we've never been on the orlando one we've only been on the hollywood um <laughs> tram tour one which i i had a, um, I, I thought was thrilling yeah it was fun but yeah. I, I sent think... I sent you a very blurry video because I forgot that it was in 3D of me just screaming with like a blurry Vin Diesel like screaming <laughs> around next to me. I, um, I was like, what? my favorite part of that ride is when Vin Diesel jumps off the truck and then he grabs the helicopter and he's the same size as the <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um so now, I, I think there's a lot of overlap with those franchises. Yeah. Despicable Me, Fast and There's a lot of movies. They're, they're both <laughs> universal. The Minions. Uh-huh. Vin Diesel. They're both bald. Bald. Yeah. <laughs> they're both villains turned heroes. Okay. And at their core, they're both about family. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's this true. is all I have. This is all I have. Um... <laughs> Please, please add on to this if you guys have any other uh, comparisons. Um, in terms of Fast and Furious and the Minions? I need, yeah, I need to be validated. Um, I Unfortunately, The Rock is not in the Minions movie yet. yet. I'm shocked that yet. he isn't. Literally shocked. <laughs> I'm going to um, say this. I, I have never said this on the air yet. This has been like a, a little inside joke. If you if you like The Rock, oh my god, Adam, do you like The Rock? <laughs> I do like The Rock. Um, there's a wonderful video that he posted on oh, Memorial Day Sunday, um, and I'm saying Memorial Day Sunday at awkwardly because this is what The Rock says on Memorial Day Sunday. Um, he has a wonderful video of him cooking Pillsbury, um, Pillsbury like rolls, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, which he calls them Big Daddy's buttery tops. Um, <laughs> it is a wonderful video and many people and many friends of mine have constantly quoted it um, I feel like I have it memorized so much so that when we saw the Black Adam trailer last night I said Black Adam's buttery tops Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a wonderful um, video I recommend seeking it I will, Day look into it. I will send it to you Adam I, for the, okay yeah for the listeners this is uh, on, yeah, Memorial Day. So May 29th, he posted this. And the caption is, it's time, Big Daddy's Buttery Tops. Who wants some? You do. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you and your families. Nothing um, says Memorial Day weekend to me than uh, Buttery Tops. Big Daddy's Buttery, buttery Tops. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of uh, people being cast in, um, like, Despicable Me movies and The Rock not being in a Despicable Me movie, just trying to segue desperately. Um, so Sean and I went to a Q and A, like with Julie Andrews. <laughs> She's contradicting herself. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. 
we went to a screening of Victor Victoria. Wonderful um, movie. Great movie. So Julie Andrews had a Q&A afterwards. Um, and somebody asked her about voice acting, but in the context of doing the voiceover for Bridgerton. Um, and she was talking about like the differences in like voice acting and like like just regular acting. And she was like, and in Despicable Me, which is the worst role I've she ever said, played. She said, I play Gru's mom. Which was the worst role I've ever played. And then just did not elaborate. And Sean squeezed my hand so hard, I thought my finger was going to break. <laughs> which, she did not elaborate. This was about a week <laughs> later. So we saw her. So she's on um, a press tour for Minions right now. So this was a week later from when in Vanity Fair... She had said, um, she was talking about voice acting in regards to Bridgerton. Um, she was also was talking about it in regards to Despicable Me and Aquaman, which she said, I'm not going to mention Aquaman where I play some kind of sea serpent or something. And then she said, of course, now Minions is just coming out where I play Gru's mum. I love the Minions. I adore them. So what is it, Julie Andrews? Do you love them well, or do you hate them? I think she has taste where she doesn't appreciate the art form of the first movie mm. but she she loves the minions as in like isolated. the concept of the minions she said like it was just, the worst role she's ever played i that's pretty harsh yeah yeah she's been worse i bet <laughs> i mean as uh, aquaman well, i don't even i didn't even know she was fucking in that movie yeah she's the big octopus lady um <laughs> just she's like a giant octopus I don't remember that. I don't remember anything about the movie. Um, Sorry, I fell asleep. Yeah, not a fan. I like that movie. I I I like it, but I'm not gonna get offended. I remember Um, the guitar riff that played. That's when I woke up. I was like, hell yeah! No, I woke up at the uh, at the um, octopus playing the drums. Oh, oh, I think I remember that. Sure, he was introducing um, God, what's his name from The Conjuring? Um, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. I thought that was too easy. I'm like, it can't be Wilson. It is Patrick <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Despicable Me. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I mean, should I? Yeah, go right into it. Um, or do you guys have well, something to say about the movie? Let's talk about the actual movie. Let's talk about the movie. I mean, I, I, the the okay, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're you're good. We're we're gonna. Well, okay. So the movie. There's a lot to discuss about the movie. I feel mm-hmm. like because it's a good movie. Yeah. It, it's it's a very sweet, simple movie, which honestly, last night, I was glad how simple it was. I just I was like do I was like packing and like um you know just I was doing like work and stuff. I had it on, very simple, very easy movie to follow. Very mm-hmm. um, uh, the emotion and like the plot beats are very simple, but yeah. they're effective. Uh-huh. Um, it's a very tight ninety minutes. Um, in that regard. Mm-hmm. no complaints mm-hmm. but yeah I had what? um we <laughs> no, were discussing the song before I feel like the whole opening scene is just a very fun mm-hmm. way that's where he's being like mean to everybody yeah, yeah to yeah. show like exposition where it's like he like makes the balloon animal for the kid and then just like pops it yeah, and then he like is in line at Starbucks, and it's just like taking too long, so he freezes everybody. And then I love when he's like driving his car, because his car is just like the most ridiculous design ever, and he's just Insane. like smashing into every other car. <laughs> I think that's fun. Um, 
Yeah, I I think, and with that song playing, I'm just like, yeah, this is it's funny. This is epic. It's lighthearted. It's good. Yeah. 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 No, I, I like it a lot. I, I think there's a lot of um really good character work in this movie, surprisingly, that I did not remember there being. Um, I I do kind of like to find it um I don't want to like look too deep into like minions, like the subtext of like the school me, but I find it funny or like weirdly endearing that like the relationship with the girl and his mom is like very like reflective of his choices in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes down <laughs> it's about parenthood it's a generational uh, like you, saga I, I'm sorry I, I, I'll i be completely honest here I said Akira so this is what, I'm, what we'll talk about in a few but uh, recent, recently when, when, was, when was this when did I do this two months ago three two months, months ago. ago three months ago January maybe January maybe Maybe. I had watched all, rewatched everything in anticipation for a PowerPoint night that uh, my friends and I did, and also just anticipation of the new movie, um, because I had wanted to defend the minions, um, and right. we're not going to get into that quite yet. But I, I did not, <laughs> I did not watch. I have, I watched the movie in like January, so I'm going based on knowledge here. Guru's mom is like, um, mean. She's mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I wonder if Julie Andrews meant. That's why that's why I gave up. Oh, like did she mean that it was role. like the meanest? Because she said it was the worst role she's ever like she said it, she emphasis like on the she said like it was the worst role I've ever no, played. No, she was like what like Gru's mom in Despicable Me. Which is the which, worst role. Which ever. was the worst role I've ever played, and then not elaborated. So I that was my question of and I guess I could have asked this and it, was, it was an audience Q&A said, elaborate on that please Miss Andrews I was wondering like David she, Lynch she would have said where, yeah <laughs> the worst meaning the mean because I don't think when she's currently at a press store she would bash it as Julie Andrews you know you should, so have, like, you should have filmed that and like sold it to like well they did say no cameras they did yeah so so, she, so maybe she was letting loose yeah that's another theory too <laughs> she wasn't on Fallon. She wasn't with the, the like the um like it wasn't you know uh Buzzfeed. No, like uh how Universal's owned by oh NBC. Fallon NBC yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know like she wasn't like promoting it so you know right so she was just interesting. I don't know. I don't know. You guys got to get her on the pod for like Princess Diaries and we may have her back. Oh, we'll do a Redux. <laughs> Yeah, we've done like Diaries two. Yeah, we we've done like three episodes of Cat in the Hat. We can do another Princess Diaries. I also want to say I apologize uh, for your listeners if anybody is hearing fireworks in the background, but it it's not fireworks. It's it's the fart gun. Just pretend it's the fart gun. (laughs) Despicable me, because there is a a loud boom outside my window every now and then. Now I there's certain scenes in this movie that I remember distinctly being in every piece of marketing. Mm-hmm. um throughout the entire and they, i remember if you remember the campaign for this movie was everywhere for like an entire some from like summer 2009 to summer 2010 mm-hmm. the marketing campaign for this was I, I would say non-stop um i remember seeing the first teaser for this in front of up um, oh wow and i remember seeing it at every single movie i went to go see in 2009 including avatar 
I remember seeing the trailer in front of Avatar. Wow. Uh, they, got a, the few, they got a team up. Well, it's one of the few 3D trailers they can play. And uh, I, I want to see, well, blue people meet yellow people meet uh, green. Uh, green. Who's green? Blue and yellow make green. Who's um, green? Who's green? Kermit. <laughs> no. Epic movie right there. No. <laughs> imagine like the minion. I mean, imagine like the Navi wearing like denim and the minions having like the little. Uh, I'm sure there's ponytail. De- I'm sure there's like deviant art, like images. <laughs> there's not all make it like minion, minion avatar. Avatar. Now, I-, I will say the oh. fart gun was one of the most prominent pieces of marketing that I remember for this movie. Um. Oh wait, I just saw one. Actually, I was at Target recently, and they had a mm. fart gun in the toy aisle. Did you buy it? Yeah. <laughs> Check this out, Adam. Post this on your social media. <laughs> if you want to text it to me, I will. I will say that's a little bit too dark blue, is it not? I remember the Navi being lighter blue. Oh, James Cameron over here. <laughs> There's also this too, like the whoa, last the last Airbender. That's I don't like that. Okay, one. that's. I was gonna say that looks weirdly um, fitting, actually. Um, now I think the minions of the Navi would get along really well. I think they'd have a lot to talk to about. They are um, both. Um, they are both creatures from an unidentified uh, planet that you don't know about prior to entering the world, mm-hmm. and they uh, they both forge weapons. Mm-hmm. They're closely knit. Um, Family. Family. Big emphasis on family. Um, they both have fart guns. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they both uh, appreciate one white man, Grew, Jake <laughs> Sully. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they both have representation in theme parks with like pretty good food. Pretty good food. Um, 3D based attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all there. The subtitle. It's it's all, it's all there. And they all both have sequels coming out this year mm-hmm. it's, it's all there now do you think james cameron has seen minions yes does he have children yeah. i don't know they're probably like 40 <laughs> that man's old <laughs> how old do you think James? he's like 80 uh is he i don't he's at um, least 75 <laughs> um so yeah so james cameron is 67 so I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, his kids could be 40. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll fact anyway, check myself. So despicable me. <laughs> We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Hello, friends. Do you love movies? Do you just spend your days thinking about how much you love to watch them? The good ones, and even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every waking moment of their life to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts celebrating the cinematic achievement that is the 2001 classic Josie and the Pussycats, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms for all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors, like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. 
Subriyaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Subriyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. As a special treat to our listeners, we have a discount code. In all caps, enter SUPERZILLENNIAL at checkout for 10% off. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies, guys. Um, yeah, I think that the story with him and the daughters is really sweet. Like yeah, you said in the beginning, it's, it's very simple, very simple emotionally, um, not a dig to it or anything. I just think that um isn't one of the daughters played by Elsie Fisher? Yeah, I looked that up today actually. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I knew like deep down I knew that before. Mm-hmm. I think she might have even posted on Twitter before about it, but um I completely forgot. And I and I had to remember like which one does she play? But she's the, the little one, right? the no Wait, the little the tiny little. one? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, because you gotta remember so she she's still pretty young. I think she's like 18 right now. And uh, oh, yeah. when this movie came out, what like 12 years ago, she was six, I want to say. Hmm. which is crazy to think about um yeah. but uh six or seven uh, when this movie came out um so yeah she was um but i think she still does the voice because um Spickle Me three was 2016 2017 i want to say mm. um and i think she was even in that one so miranda cosgrove though has that voice where i feel like she can always play that role mm-hmm. yeah she will always sound like younger so um, yeah that reminds me do you want to go into your presentation a little bit sure like, yeah i mean i could scatter you have, around. you have some fun facts about the cast of this movie yeah it is hard to uh i will screen share and you know i'll try to this is a visual presentation so i'll try to do my best i mean you could you um, could kind of well, um, is there a way I'll to explain. upload it for the listeners to look at too maybe We'll see. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So my <laughs> my presentation was in defense of the minion. Jesus Christ. Um, so the PowerPoint. Yeah, I watched every Despicable Me movie. I didn't watch any shorts. There's 15 of them. So um, side note. Yeah. The little round one with his tongue sticking out is that Bob? I think oh, so. I'm a fake fan I, I like couldn't... that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good minion. He's a cutie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. How many minions can you name, Sean? I need to know. Bob, Kevin, Stuart. Stuart. There's Dave also, I think. Dave. Dave. I like that they all have very generic like dad names. Um I think that's funny. I, I think I don't know. That's, that's about all it. I, I I could only do Bob and uh Kevin. That's all I could do. Um okay. So yeah, despicable me like I, a lot of this I said already so I saw it for the first time I watched it on the floor at a family member's house hadn't seen it since upon rewatching, uh I was torn thinking it wouldn't be a great movie I thought it was just going to be like fine and this was all a bit but I was drawn in for like you guys said like the heartwarming relationship of a cold man learning how to show compassion to his adopted daughters which is true I think that the movie works because it's got a little something for everybody. It's got something for the kids that don't like the little, little kids that don't really understand. They kind of like swatch it and laugh at the minions. But I think the story, like Adam was saying, like it really relies on family and 
that that's what works you know i think it's it's great um and yeah yeah worth noting uh the minions sing copacabana in the first movie as well. which is a great scene i love that scene when the minions are in disguise at the store mm-hmm. i genuinely thought that was from the second movie when it popped up in this is there a similar scene in the second one sean i believe so yeah is it the one where they're like dressed up as a a baby or something that's yeah yeah that's one yeah Okay, so uh, yeah, there's a great scene where the minions photocopy their asses. I love that. That's a highlight of the film. Um, the visual gags are brilliant as well. Uh, gotta love above the bank of evil. There's a sign that says formerly Lehman Brothers, which is a nice little joke for the parents um, that are uh, still recovering from the financial collapse. Um, and Gru, um, he has sweaters that are great. And I would wear them. Very nice sweaters. Yeah. Um, I'm also a fan. Yeah. Yeah. So in PowerPoint, <laughs> gotta mention Despicable Me, the song, the title song. Pharrell Williams is genu- genuinely great. Um, it sounds something akin to a Bond song, but playful. Like we all said, we like that song. Mm-hmm. Stream it on Spotify, folks. I will. Don't worry. And there's a fart gun. We know that. Um, really <laughs> quick. So there's a. Um... There's a photo of Pharrell with a minion on a yellow carpet. That's what I laughed at. He's wearing yellow shoes, which are blending into the carpet. And he's wearing like a very long tunic type shirt with a blazer over it. But then he has on... It looks like it's a shirt that's meant to be tucked in. Yeah, he has on shorts that just look like <laughs> jeans rolled up above the knee. Like they He kind of looks like he's stealing a minion under his belly. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> He's hiding a minion under his shirt. Um, fashion. And I'm sure if you look at the red carpet for Despicable Me, I'm sure the fashion's like off the charts. Like I could yeah, imagine that. Because it's, it's 2010. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched most of these movies on Amazon. Um, they gave me fun facts when I paused in the movie because um, it was like free with IMDb TV at the time. Um, apparently, Will Arnett gained weight to play Mr. Perkins. Because, of course, everybody years later remembers the famous Despicable Me character, Mr. Perkins. Um, he thought it would improve his voice work. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't even know if this is true. IMDb TV, IMDb trivia, you can't even, like, trust. Uh, apparently, they also said his gamer tag on Xbox is Ron Core, and he speaks fluent French. So that was a fact about... Uh, so that popped up while you were watching. While, I... Like when I paused <laughs> the movie, all these facts came up, which I'm like, come on, like I don't need... That's a little bit, I don't know. Um, I did have to look this up because I thought I heard Will Arnett while watching the movie uh-huh. last night and I had to fact check it. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that any animated movie between the years of like 2009 to now, Will Arnett is probably in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have a good voice. I will say, um, not to go back to this, but uh, uh, the whole like um, X-ray thing on Amazon, like the yeah. fun facts, the X-ray, like you pause uh-huh. it, you can like look at their filmography just by pausing it. Fuck Amazon, but oh my god, that's one of the best things that ever has been invented. It. I like, know. It how would we me. ever? How would we ever know that Will Arnett's gamer tag is Ron Core? How would you ever know that he gained weight to play the role of Mister Perkins? <laughs> 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 um yeah also danny mcbride in this movie this is definitely like like you guys said like one of those movies where like every single role is played by like somebody that was like hot in comedy at the time because they just want which is like good but it's like 
it's very specific of there i feel like you know mm-hmm. i mean i guess movies still do that yeah uh, yeah uh it told me that danny mcbride once worked as a substitute teacher um that was the fun fact that that's um, from Miranda Cosgrove, it told me the fun fact was who, like you said, plays the daughter Margot. She's allergic to cats, supposedly, but upon a Google search, if you look up Miranda Cosgrove cats, there's dozens of pictures of Miranda Cosgrove holding I don't know cats. To believe so, um, and TMZ asked her, if I play audio, will this um, possibly? Maybe. Okay, we'll see. If not, we'll recap it. Yeah. Um, for the listeners, it is not playing audio, but they will recap it. It didn't play audio for Adam, I think. Yeah, did you hear play, that? I did not hear any of that. Green so, it without audio. Okay. You guys will have to uh, recap. Okay, yeah. So essentially, uh, somebody stopped her on the street for TMZ and said, are you what, how's the how's cat, the allergy, cat going? allergy going and if you had a boyfriend who had a cat what she if was, he bought you a cat for christmas and she it said kind of... i'd probably i'd probably keep it <laughs> that's it so that doesn't even really so there's still the no answer yeah i don't that pisses me off actually yeah so yeah because what if i want to buy her a cat for christmas uh-huh <laughs> Um, I guess we don't have to you go have into to go the, the sequels. sequels yeah. I mean, the second one's good. The if you second, want to just do like a uh, very recap. Yeah, the second one, the minion is saying YMCA. There's a funny visual gag where group dresses up like a BC boy. Um, oh yeah, Al Pacino was cut from the second movie. Um, there is a cut out there where apparently he did all of. The vocals but he dropped out due to creative differences um and was replaced by benjamin bratt and it was so far into the animation process that it was already animated to al pacino's performance so benjamin bratt had to like go in and do adr and um try to replicate like al's vocal movements essentially which is fucking crazy um yeah huh i remember um very quick i remember liking the second one more than the first one but that's when i was like 15 so i i've not seen it since theaters the second one is very good um i really do like it i think it's as good as the first uh the spinoff minions very good love it not much to say um they sing make them laugh from singing in the rain that's always good they sing revolution by the beatles um there's a lot of beatles gags within this movie School. I do remember that Abbey Road gag. I, I remember that distinctly. Uh-huh. In the That's a good one. Um, Despicable Me 3, we don't have to talk about that. That is the worst of the franchise. I refuse to acknowledge it. Adam, have you seen this movie? I have. I saw it in theaters. I've seen all of them in theaters for some okay. reason. Um, I, didn't, I, I, I don't remember hating the third movie. I didn't particularly like it, but I thought it was like passable. Like It was just like... I think it's really I, bad. I, I think it was one of those times where I saw it and I was like, oh, it's just i'm past this i think it's pretty embarrassingly terrible i don't um, remember it that much <laughs> i remember yeah, thinking so, the brother fucking sucked though like he was terrible yeah trey parker i think or matt stone one was like a villain and he sucks but okay uh the ranking of the movies so far uh friday or no sorry saturday we're seeing minions rise of guru we bought our tickets today 
Uh, sorry to the listeners, I cannot commit to the bit for a 4DX ticket because it costs $25. Is it playing in 4DX? It's it playing is, in yeah. 4DX. Yeah. I'm tempted. I'm honestly um, Wait, wait, wait. You have Regal, right? I do, but it, there's a surcharge. Oh. Uh, Dang. I was going to be like an extra $7. So like, that's not bad. That's not terrible. Down. Yeah. Same price as a popcorn. Less than a popcorn. If I love the movie, I'll save it in 4DX. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going Friday night. I'm actually kind of excited. Saturday we're going and nice. I'm very excited for a matinee. Okay, so ranking of the movies. Uh, I really love Despicable Me too. Like I said, I think that's kind of either on par or just like a little bit better than Despicable Me. I think it's when it's just like fully like what people expect out of the minions. Like it feels fully developed yeah. unless like they're like a side character and whatnot. And also, but I feel like the um, the family story is even better in that movie too. Yeah, bringing in like Cruz's wife, Kristen Wiig, like wonderful. So yeah. Despicable Me two first, second Despicable Me, um, Minions, then Despicable Me three. So that's my ranking so far. Um, I'll probably update this on the upcoming Seltzercast. <laughs> I actually, I think I agree with that ranking. Not that I have like a definitive yeah one in my head, um, but I. Because I remember not really liking the first Minions movie, but yeah. I remember thinking it was just because it was over long, and which is kind of crazy because I think it was only like ninety something minutes. Uh huh. But I remember thinking like the first thirty minutes were pretty fun, and then it just kind of repeated gags. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember it that well, so maybe it's, I should rewatch it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I forgot about the uncut gems minion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank you to fr- friend of the pod, Skylar Rodusco, uh at Misname Plants, who sent me like a minion chain that looks like the it's uh, like a, Furby from Uncut Gems. Yeah. That's a classic. Like, with, like gems all over it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, I made a lot of minion jokes in the past. Um, if you follow me on social media, you'll see I've had like minion grilled corn chips that were like Korean. Yeah, think, you right? got them from H Mart. Oh, no, wait. From, in uh, Korea Town yeah, in New York City. Town. They were really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I posted a minion photo and me in the pool having a minion popsicle. Got 73 likes. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, yeah, so up until now, like I said, I never really considered the Despicable Me franchise anything special. Um, it existed and I found the movies to be okay, but in my mind, I was considering them to be annoying and of a lesser value. And I tell myself we should be focusing on like higher quality animated movies from Pixar and Disney. But upon rewatching them, this is not the case. These films are good actually. And my theory is your great aunt ruined the Despicable Me franchise. Um, this is argument number one. Um, it is because uh, if you go on Facebook, you will see a bunch of minion memes. Um, so anywhere on the internet i guess essentially like you're seeing all these minion memes and they don't make sense and they're stupid and they're like local humor of being like oh mondays and like just one of them says if a bra is an over-the-shoulder boulder holder then what would you call the men's underwear under the butt nut hut and it's just like a minion looking slyly to the side these aren't approved this is disgusting it's terrible what are you guys talking about this is funny well yuck i just stepped in a big pile of monday i am be someone's crazy aunt that's one of them too so okay yeah these don't make sense they're not in line with the humor of the franchise they don't have any of the heart of the franchise as well like we had discussed it's understandably just makes you hate them when they're innocent and just very funny on film 
you know? Right. <laughs> um, so my argument is this. If Looney Tunes was invented in the past decade, you would see Bugs Bunny reposted over and over on Facebook by normie people with the most, most like normie phrases. And you'd start to hate him too. Like universally loved Bugs Bunny. Everybody loves Looney Tunes. You would fucking start to hate him because he would just be everywhere. So I took the example of, I took minion memes and I put Bugs Bunny on them and um, they are pretty funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm siding with Adam, but you know, it, it doesn't capture like the humor of Bugs Bunny. It doesn't capture the minion, <laughs> the minions humor. And it doesn't capture like the warmth or anything like that. So, um, yeah, that's argument number one um, in defense of the minions. So in defense of the minions, argument number two is that comedy films are always overlooked. So it has similar mo- like humor to Looney Tunes. And although these films are cartoons uh, or through and through, these films are cartoons with cartoon humor. So they're smart, they're colorful and they're fun to watch. And an animated film does not need to be extremely highbrow. So if it makes you laugh, it should be considered no different than a Pixar film that makes you cry because providing it with, it's like providing it with a wonderful emotional experience regardless. Um, And number three is marketing. So (laughs) I feel like... Uh, for the listeners, um, the Minion Thong pick. Yeah, the Minion Thong pick. You've seen it. You know what it is. Yeah, so that that was reposted everywhere. Like that summer, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing like this minion in a thong. <laughs> playing before every movie was playing in the TV spot. You could go on social media and see it. It's a sh- very short visual gag in the movie. It probably lasts like five seconds. And otherwise, the minions are 99% like clothed through the whole movie. <laughs> so it's not as like annoying and they're not as like clothed. They're clothed. Yeah. It's not, a, I don't know, it's just not as, they're not as annoying if you sit down and watch them, but the marketing kind of like ruins it. Um, so closing arguments, uh, the minions are not as bad as I remembered. In fact, I love them. Um, seeing something over and over and reposted by people I'm not fond of. So people like I went to high school with, or just like random people I'm friends with on Facebook that I have no idea who the fuck they are. That makes me hate these minions. Like, so I have to remind myself, hey, actually, they're not so bad. They're not annoying. They're just misunderstood. <laughs> um, yeah, when I rewatched the movies, I had a blast. And I encourage listeners to revisit them because I think they'll have fun too. Just maybe skip the third one. Um, and yeah, minions rise of grew in theaters summer. We're seeing it this weekend. Um, and it feels That's like a long time coming because it's the first time they've been in theaters since 2017. So a wow. full five years and granted of course COVID has a lot uh, everything to do with that but uh-huh. um, it feels like a proper return to form that the minions are back in cinema nationwide absolutely yeah so um going on to that um so I'm very excited for this movie to be taken place taking place in the 70s mm-hmm. um we cannot deny that the soundtrack I have not listened to the whole thing it's not out yet it's not out yet no. okay I heard the it comes out on Friday okay we'll I heard some it. clips of the songs some of the songs are out yeah um it's insane like and I the songs are it, great I thought that it was a joke so they swapped Pharrell Williams for um Jack Antonoff Lena Dunham's boyfriend <laughs> not anymore but you know what i mean he's, he's literally engaged to um margaret quayley yeah mm. he's not lena, lena dunham's, dunham's ex-boyfriend boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> lena hbo dunham girls. is fully married to another person star of hbo girls 
star of HBO girls. Okay. Um, yeah. What is what is Lena? Or as Gru would say, opinion? as Gru would say, girls. <laughs> HBO's girls. HBO's. Do you girls. think Lena Dunham and Gru would be friends? Yes. No. <laughs> Swap out Adam Driver with Gru and girls. Boom. Nothing changes. I think Stop. Gru. That's that's disgusting. Four. I think Gru is in this movie. Lena Dunham is worse than Gru at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> Lena Dunham is worse than Gru in the movie, you said? Like at the beginning of the movie when he's at the top of his villain. Um, I think that's he's still better uh-huh. of a person than Lena Dunham. Uh-huh. Listen. I'm taking shots on the pod. <laughs> wow. I hope Lena Dunham doesn't hear this. I hope she does. Right. Um, I <laughs> She's not no, I love the first. I love the first three seasons of Girls. And She's like the, the face of the millennial generation. Oh yeah, uh, according to the first episode of Girls, um, of Girls, Girls, she is girls. the voice of a generation. I'm pretty sure that's her Twitter bio. Wow. In I think that's sh- in the show. In the okay. show, not in real life. Okay. Hannah Horvath's Twitter bio. That's one of my favorite things about um, just going off topic a little bit, but Gru is just his voice. It's so like distinct. Uh-huh. Um, I'm glad that Steve Crow doesn't do like a very simple voice. It's a very good performance. A very good vocal performance. Yeah. Um, and I find it funny that he's coming back to just voice little Gru in this movie, in this uh-huh. new one. Because um, I remember um, that was almost like an Avengers Endgame level cameo for me in Minions. I guess you had to know it would end with little Gru finding the Minions. But when little Gru popped out, I went out loud as a, like a 16 or 17 year old. I went, aw. And like, I... <laughs> And, and i'm like excited to see um what mayhem he gets into with was that really game. like an avengers endgame moment for you adam yeah i, I cheered i cried i clapped shit my pants man. a little bit <laughs> I, <laughs> everyone in the theater shot their fart guns in the air uh, it was it was a great moment <laughs> wow i'm pretty sure i saw a trailer for this they played a trailer for this movie or this movie minions the rise of Gru in front of downton abbey when we went to go see it and oh. if i'm not mistaken there's a scene where Gru says minions assemble uh so th- this will be an avengers level movie it's gonna be great yeah i mean the voice cast is wonderful the soundtrack's gonna be great is it michelle yo in it yeah Alrighty. uh they they played it in yeah. front of downton abbey because they were trying to get the julie andrews squad in they're they're trying to get your in this movie they're getting trying to get your great aunt in there yeah she loves the minion memes she loves julie andrews Mm -hmm. she loves downton abbey yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um what's kind of funny because this movie does consist of like a lot of minions gags because i remember thinking that the first movie was kind of light on them and it was more Mm -hmm. grew and uh girl focused Mm -hmm. but uh and, and like it is it is focused on them but there is a lot of minion stuff in this movie. Like a lot of just like, and you kind of forget how frequent it is until you're like actually like watching the timestamp where like four minutes will go by and then it'll cut to just an entire minion sequence. Yeah. And then there's like another bit of Gru. And then there's a whole minion sequence. Well, that's why I like when I was talking about the second movie, why it feels a lot more fluid. Like this almost feels like little segments of like, here's Gru. Oh yeah. And then here's the minions. Like, I feel like they're really integrated into the plot line in the other films mm-hmm. rather than just like cutting back to them being like, meanwhile, the minions, you know. I wonder how much of this was like intended to be like cut from the actual movie. 
because uh-huh. you know like there there's a lot of like animated movies where they just like animate a lot of like ideas that they have and right. if they decide to put it in they do if they don't they don't yeah. but then i wonder if it's because they had such a resounding response to the minions over the marketing campaign that they just decided to add in as much as they possibly could mm-hmm. um and i'm not even saying that's a bad thing i just you know I often I wonder if they knew whether they were going to be like the hit of the movie or whether it was like a sleeper hit think, in terms of like their popularity. Well, it's funny because the guy who created the minions, he voices all the minions. One um, of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or Pierre, Pierre, uh, I forgot his name. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, I think he was like one of the directors, right? I believe so. Yes. I think even fully, like, I think alone he directed the first minions. Movie. Uh-huh. I think I could be wrong about that. God, but I know he's creating the minions. <laughs> um, did you, do you guys remember that he they have the rights to Shrek now? Illumination, yeah. Yeah, Illumination. Um, which I'm very curious how that turns out. We'll see. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know. Well, I find it weird because um uh what do you call it? Uh DreamWorks is doing the Puss in Boots movie this year. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Shrek. I hope that something happens, but it's we'll, weird. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're also doing Mario, right? Yes. Which comes right. out in April. February, yeah. April, March. It's it's Easter weekend. Yeah. I okay. love like yeah, because uh Mario That's... is a Christ figure. I have something to tell you guys about that off pod, but I, okay. I I have to tell you off pod. I can't say it on pod. Uh, I love all the headlines. That's like Chris Pratt says that his performance in Mario is like you nothing you've ever heard before. <laughs> My favorite thing about talking about Mario is hearing Kira say Mario every time. Uh, um, I <laughs> I said Mario as well. <laughs> I know because you guys it's are a New all, York thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, I just find it funny every uh-huh. time. Um, <laughs> I I saw an interview the other day with like the director of um the 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 Super Mario Bros movie and um. The he's new a one or the old one? The new one. Because uh, oh, okay. he, he was defending the casting of Chris Pratt. And he's like, as an Italian-American, I feel like I can override any criticism. Wow. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't want to speak for people, but like, you know. <laughs> Do you, um, did you hear the fun fact about the Mario movie, why Mario has an M on his hat? No, why? Well, Mario has an M on his hat because he's medium. And Luigi has an uh, L on his hat because he's large. Like that's their clo- their sizes, huh? I like that. That's cute. I didn't invent that. That's like a long <laughs> like. <laughs> no, I believe that. I believe. I think that. it's it's probably true, but yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, no, I believe that. Mario. Oh yeah, fun fact. Fun fact forty nine. Mario has an M on his hat because he wears medium sized clothing. Clothing and Luigi has an L on his hat because he wears large sized clothing. He is longer. I'll text um, this to you, Adam. <laughs> they kind of have like a Mario and Luigi kind of have a Bob and Kevin dynamic. True. Yeah. One's shorter, one's taller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I. Got. You think That's the well, actually, you know, with them doing the, the them doing the so illumination move, like illumination doing the Mario movie, then the minions will be in front of Mario. They will be. Yeah. Yeah. Because illumination. Do you think they're going to drop the trailer this week with Mar- uh, with uh, Minions? Possibly. Because I, I don't remember... know, though. Would we have seen it today, then? Because trailers usually come out on, like, Tuesdays. Sometimes they just play it exclusively in front of theaters, and then they release it online. Uh, uh-huh. Possibly. I remember, 
I remember when I saw Secret Life of Pets, they played the first like five minutes of Despicable Me, uh, three in front of it. Uh-huh. Um, and they didn't release it online, I don't think ever, but they you could only see it in theaters. Illumination does that a lot. I, and then I remember when I saw Despicable Me 3, they played the trailer for The Grinch a whole year before it came out, but you could only see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I then they just, The Grinch. I did too. I think that's their best movie, actually. I liked it a lot, a lot more than I thought I would. Um, mm-hmm. I've only, the only one I haven't seen, I think, is the second Super Life of Pets. Just I haven't I never, seen that either. Yeah, the sequels are kind of a blind spot for me. I, I haven't seen any of the Despicable. I saw Despicable Me too. I think when it first came out, but I don't it's a good think. One. I don't think I saw. Yeah. Should um, I watch Minions in anticipation? For probably. Ryan? It's a very quick movie. Like it. it it's I don't very... think you need to because I think it's like a standalone. But I just mostly don't want to spend four dollars to rent it. It's, it's like a standalone. Peacock. I think. You think I pee back at him? It's free. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Peacock is free. Also, just like pirate. Not not that I endorse pirating, but like if I did, you should do that. Sorry, I'm not putting my computer and my security in danger yeah, for minutes. Wait a second. Wait a second. Adam, you just told me. I don't know if this was off air or not, but you had said that you were gonna you you're paying to see the minions so that you could financially support them. This is true, but when it comes to I mean, that movie's been out for what, seven years? The first minions movie. I think the minions have also, enough money. But I do want to clarify. Give them more. Um, Make them take over the world. That's their plan, right? One of the benefits of uh, Letterboxd Pro is like having all the streaming services like listed on sure. the movie's page. Yeah. And they do have the first minions for on the free tier. So mm. you can watch it for free on Peacock. Um, you should watch it. Maybe. It's, it's fun. Time. It's fun from what I remember. I'll um, watch it like in another tab while I'm editing this episode. And it's it'll very just like cute. destroy my brain. It's very Dude, under it's severely underrated. The the cast for minions is kind of insane. Sandra Bullock, John Hamm, Michael Keaton, Allison Janney, Steve Coogan, Jeffrey Rush. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. Jeffrey Rush is the narrator. <laughs> yeah, I I'm reading this now. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I've seen it one time. I saw it in theaters. I've never it's a watched it. Very good again. movie. That's the thing with this franchise. I I like the franchise enough, but I've never really rewatched any of them except the first movie. You got to do it. I think I should. <laughs> I don't think I have time to do it before Friday, but I will at some point. No, you'll find time. <laughs> well, I wonder what's the game plan with the franchise now. Are they going to do a fourth movie? Or Absolutely, they, they definitely. I think Despicable Me Four was greenlit. Okay, yeah, yeah um, it's happening. Well, well that's kind of confusing. I feel like for kids because it's going to be like. Well, Despicable Me 4 is coming out, but either, but there's really six movies, you know, you know um, what I mean? Like, I think kids can, I think kids, I think kids should just fucking learn. All right. I think they need to get their, <laughs> they should hit the books and understand. Coming in 2024. Wow. So I, I think Illumination has like a Kevin Feige mindset where he, they know they have a roadmap of where they're going. Yeah. And uh, it's all going to pay off in like yeah. 2032. Yeah. yeah how long do you think this franchise goes because it'll it's been going since 2010 so like how much further can we take it i don't know i mean i think it's something where they're probably gonna make like a tv show of just the minions the crazy thing is there's only been five movies it feels like there's more years it's like every other year but this is kind of what happened to shrek and then shrek fizzled out but kind I don't of. think the minions are going anywhere because the thing is about the minions is that is that they're everywhere. <laughs> one, they're everywhere, and two, it, unlike Shrek, 
they're not like like they have plots but because the minions kind of they speak this is canonically they speak minion minionese um they can just be like like they can exist out of context of anything yeah out of context of the plots and stuff so it kind of felt like they were doing that a little bit in terms of like making the minion sequels and not having steve carell but i i think he's been in every single one like they're not really going away from Gru. now i think the way to continue the franchise if steve carell doesn't want to be a part of it is by having them be like go to a different evil leader oh like i don't know (laughs) they find allegiance in another Gru died in miami florida uh, I, <laughs> but they did turn good so i don't know anymore. well that's um that's the thing i don't know if i like that because i genuinely like grew i think the heart of all these movies or at least the despicable me movies specifically is uh grew and his daughters i think what you should do with the fourth movie is actually have because like the thing about the first three the daughters don't age at all in those movies mm-hmm. at least that i remember they're all the same age throughout the trilogy yeah. so like make a movie about the kids actually growing up like make it like an actual story because I, I remember that was the issue either with the third movie was that it just felt like um the second one was a good movie because it was about like motherhood and like him trying to find a mother yep. that would love the kids equally as he does like it's a good movie and the third one's like what about his goofy ass brother also voiced by Steve Carell, I think. Voiced by Trey Parker or Matt Stone or whichever. No, he's the villain of the movie. Oh, yeah. But but, fake fan, fake fan. I know what you're talking about. Yes, his (laughs) his twin brother, his twin brother, his his twin brother is just is also Steve Carell. Yeah, he doesn't like Stu or something. Yeah, see, I it's 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 Grew and Drew. Drew. Um, Hey, Sean, don't be too harsh on yourself, buddy. We all slip up sometimes. I just (laughs) yeah, I I don't I just personally in terms of the franchise, my only beef is that. I hate Trey Parker's character. I hate Balthazar Brat. I think he's one of the worst characters to ever come on cinema. It's playing up to like the boomer 80s nostalgia and it's fucking garbage. It sucks so much so much and um should be deleted from hard drives. And... I think the, the next despicable <laughs> I meme hate movie. Despicable Me 3. <laughs> <laughs> the next despicable me movie should be like a road trip movie to like bring Miranda Cosgrove to college or something mm-hmm. like they should just completely yeah. do a time jump and like the minions are like driving a bus full of minions yeah. and like bringing Miranda Cosgrove to college uh-huh. um I I agree no I feel like you should like actually play on that like the passage of time like you know you should play on the fact that like hey because it has years. it has been 12 years since she arrived at his doorstep so what, like, is it all canonically taking place in, like, 2010, 2011 at the Probably, moment? Like, yeah. Well, it's like The Simpsons that don't age. That's I don't like I that. I, I, I mean, I get it like, for a little while. Like, I don't need them to all age. But, like, at a certain point, like, characters have to, like, progress if you want, like, emotional value yeah. there. And I feel like that's that was the issue with the third movie is that there was really no emotional core to it. They mm-hmm. tried with the whole brother angle, but it they traded him like such a joke that you couldn't really care about him from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you dug into like what makes the first two movies good, I think you could actually do a solid fourth movie. For sure. Um, we'll and see. I think they, I think they will. Cause I, I like the first two and I think um, the response to the third one might've made them think about it. But I remember the minion stuff in the third movie being funny, like them going to prison. 
Um, that is a good thing, yeah. And then they like break, they they break out of prison, prison, which is really uh, no. There's like a whole it's like an escape from Alcatraz. <laughs> yes, uh, bit. I that is. They're the best was, part of that movie. They were. I, I honestly think that's the weird thing about that movie was that the Gru, the daughter, the villain, all that stuff was not good. But the minion stuff was like at an all time high in that movie. It was really funny. I remember yeah. it being agreed, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Um, but. I, I'm curious about the new one because I, like I said, I'm seeing Friday and I, I'm not brushed up on my minion more. So, <laughs> uh, but I think I should be fine. I, I think I'll walk in uh, not having to do much homework. I don't think there. you have to. Yeah. You know the basics. You know the franchise basics. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready mm-hmm. to go. Um, but no, this one, I would say, I, I know we debated a little bit if the first or second one's the best, but I think. Uh, at the very least, I think they're equal. And I think yeah. uh, this first one is, it's really charming. And it's really, um, and like Kira said earlier, it's a good like kind of passing of the torch between uh, Gen Z and Zillennial films. For uh, sure. And this, I feel like honestly, this kind of inspired future Pixar humor, if that makes sense. Like I feel like ever since this movie came out, even Pixar and Disney have like tried to mine in on a, uh, the humor of these movies a little bit yeah uh which i think also started with shrek a little bit where there's like more adult based humor and like a little bit edgier than disney humor but i feel like after this the floodgates were just open and everything you saw was kind of just me inspired i think mm-hmm. and that's interesting i think for sure yeah but i like it a lot i think it's a really good movie it holds up on a rewatch pretty well agreed yeah yeah em- embrace the minion it was <laughs> It was fun. Uh, we got a good theme park sequence in it. You guys know that I love when there's theme park scenes in movies. Yeah, super silly fun land. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, One yeah. cannot deny the impact of the line, it's so fluffy on society. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Also, the when he goes, knocked over. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. Iconic. From the trailer. Um, yeah. The trailer was, like I, like I said, so monumental to um the marketing like like, i think everyone that's the marketing campaigns have no match on like what it meant when kids were quoted on the playground back in the day Mm -hmm. like you can spend millions of dollars but if you just release one clip that kids can repeat on the playground it spreads like wildfire that does more for the box office than anything else back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um, wrong. That's that's why Nathan Museum 2 with Firepower was like so <laughs> so mm-hmm. monumental. Wait, um, what, what movie? Nathan Museum. Oh, when he goes yeah. boom, boom. Firepower. Yes. Yeah. And also Dum Dum Bring Me Gum Gum. Oh my god. I can't wait to eventually. Y'all are taking me back here. <laughs> Gosh. Well, yeah. I hope that we do that for our listeners as well. Yeah. Um yeah, I think um, there's also just a lot of funny things separate from the minions in this, uh, just completely out of context. Um, the image of his disguise when he has like the dreads and like the fake dog, I think is very funny because there's like a shot when he like looks over his shoulder and it's just like, I feel like I've seen it used as like a meme before or as like somebody's like Twitter picture, like when Gru is in like the tie-dye outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like that's like a very funny shot. But yeah, there's just there's a lot in it that I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is like really funny, like even completely 
separate from the minions, even though the minions are like great in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's really good. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, I and it, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's <laughs> funny too because um, things like like this movie, like talking about like the line between like Gen Z and Zillennial, um, I still see referenced like specific things. Like before I rewatched it last night, I I don't even remember if I've watched it like in between when I first saw it and last night. Like I remembered everything from it and. Um, like, I feel like in, like, TikTok comments, like, there will just be, like, a weird-looking guy. And then in the comments, it'll just be, like, why does this guy look exactly like Vector? Or, yeah, like, or, like why is this like guy, like, yeah, yeah, or, like, why is yeah. this guy, like, dancing like Vector uh-huh. or whatever? And I'm always yeah. just, like... People remember from it. From Despicable Me. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, definitely, and- like, a lasting impact on, like... That's Jason Siegel's character, right? Yeah. Yeah. The bad guy. Yeah, on like specifically um, Gen Z kids. Uh-huh. Um, and that's funny because that's the same way we talk about like Shrek or whatever, like our yeah. age group, I feel like, you know, I feel like yeah. we're always like, oh, he's dressing like Shrek or Donkey or like Puss in Boots or something. Or, mm-hmm. or we talk about like Pixar movies that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, not that we don't have memories of Despicable Me, but it's not like so cemented in our brains. Because like imagine yeah. kids that are like, if, like, I don't know, or people that are like five four years younger than us like this is the movie that they saw when they were like seven or eight and they replayed it all the time when they were young and um or even just imagine like ipad babies how they feel about these movies oh my god like wait until they're functioning in the world and <laughs> that's what we're wait never gonna until the ipad babies. babies are functioning yeah they'll be like ah, <laughs> uh, that that guy looks like the guy from coco melon that oh. guy looks like johnny johnny <laughs> I'll never forget seeing the Lego movie in theaters and the kid next to me was clearly cranky. Mm-hmm. And um, the mom, which I kind of rolled my eyes at, but it was my third time seeing it in theaters, I think, so I wasn't too upset. But the mom in the theater brought in an iPad for the kid, put headphones on him, and played Despicable Me in the theater while the Lego movie was playing. <laughs> which was just like, it felt like sensory overload to me, but I was yeah. like, whatever. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. ipad baby strike again um, <laughs> <laughs> um so uh closing thoughts on the movie i guess great uh-huh. film cinema really sent on the criterion collection with a yellow disc <laughs> a scented, a scented banana. i was about to say that I was about to say that. As you play it, like a banana air freshener like wafts through your room. Bring back scratch and sniffs for DVDs. I last time I remember doing it was for Rugrats Go Wild, but I I need it back. And uh, that's what cinema means to me, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, no, it's it's very good. I like it a lot. I think it's a very easy watch. It's 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 everything it has to be, you know. It it promises a family story, and by the end of it, you feel it. And um it's good it's really good i don't know i um it's it's funny to talk about this one singularly instead of like as a what it's become it's kind of fun to talk about it in that context too uh but no it's a very good movie i like it a lot yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. <laughs> i couldn't mute in time sorry <laughs> yeah that's yeah, uh, all good <laughs> yeah yeah fun movie um glad to revisit it I just kind of had it on in the background while I was like doing it's one of those things where it's like I put it on while I was like folding laundry did you play it on 
No, I did not play it on two times speed. Like I said, I was going to. Because we left Elvis super late last night. And I was like, hey, did you watch Despicable Me? You're like, no, I'm going to watch it on two plus speed. I was like, what? I, know. <laughs> I ended up watching. It ruins the tone of the minions. Okay. Yeah, it makes, it makes their voices <laughs> like five times higher than a normal human. Like, it's, a, it's a banana. It's banana. Banana. <laughs> one of my favorite minion noises that they make in this movie is when the baby minion uh hands the baby the fake unicorn toy and he says hold on i wrote it down he says but boy, <laughs> but boy. <laughs> that's my favorite minion noise i like when he does the kissy face like, and then yeah, he... <laughs> yeah. i like when uh i think the cutest thing in the world is when Gru kisses the minions on the forehead. Yeah. I think cute. that's adorable. And then the one gets back in line. He's like, didn't I get you already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cute. They just want kisses um, on the head from Gru. Okay. My um after we saw this movie, my family, uh, my mom used to say, um, she used to quote Gru. She'd be like, Did you brush your teeth? He did not. <laughs> um, which I think is a good Gru line. Uh oh. it's a I don't know. It's, it's a good family movie, I think. I uh yeah. it's like one that's still quoted in mine today. So so, Zillennial yeah. listeners, if you liked this episode and want more of it, um, Adam and Kira will be on the Minions special on SeltzerCast, um, where I will be trying, alongside Kira, Adam was smart enough not to pay for this. Um, Adam, Although, Adam, if he gave me a warning, I might have actually done it. <laughs> <laughs> Kira and I will be trying uh, Olipop's banana cream soda. So those are what we were discussing earlier on. So head over to the SeltzerCast feed um, to hear more Minion Chat. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. thank you. Thank you, Sean, for coming on. Definitely check out that episode. Um, you can follow... Wait, Adam, you go first. That throws off um, them. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. Uh, and my other podcast, Aggressively Okay, um, on Spotify and Apple, and wherever else you pod, uh, it's all over the place. And um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. You can follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji. You can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon, uh, on Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. Um, give us some ratings, some reviews. Um, subscribe to us listen to us everywhere and go see minions rise of Gru in theaters this weekend we're not sponsored i don't know why you're <laughs> i would love to be sponsored by the minions they have enough money to give us money i was about to say i'm like this is free marketing for them and i don't know how i feel about that you guys have to um, pay us first i mean i think they have enough marketing um, that's what i'm saying yeah um well <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.